to the Prophecy Club. I'm going to answer a very big question for you today. We're always saying, well, they want a world government. Well, they want to put the Antichrist on the throne of God. Well, they want to round up people. Well, they want to do this bad thing and that bad thing. Well, the big question is, who is the they? Well, we want to say, well, it's international bankers, or it's the deep state, or it's the Khazarian Mafia. But who is it really? Well, yes, we understand at the heart of it is still Satan. However, there's something more. I've been talking about the last couple of days about the Moloch and the Baal worshipers, and I'm going to try to conclude that today because the Bible really tells us who these people are. It is the worst, the most vile, the most evil religion on the face of the earth. Now, you wouldn't call Satan or Lucifer the serpent or the dragon. You wouldn't call him a religion. But those people like Moloch and Baal, that's a religion. And these people are fanatics, and these are the people that are behind most of the evil going on in the world today. So how do you find the truth? Well, you've got to go back to the Bible, and that's what we're going to do today. I think you're going to find it fascinating. So we're going to start at 1 Kings 16, 29. And yes, I have to read a little bit of the Bible, but stay with me. I'm going to open it up so you can see it in the newspaper headlines today. And in the 38th year of Asa, king of Judah, began Ahab, the son of Omri, to reign over Israel. And it came to pass that they worshipped Baal. I'm skipping some of the words here and getting right to the point. And he reared up the altar of Baal. Now remember, Baal and Moloch is the cow god. But you remember, as we talked about yesterday, these people literally believe in sacrificing humans, especially their babies, and eating humans. Revelation seventeen sixteen says, And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. So this is what it's talking about. These are the people that literally believe in killing people. Let's go on. And he reared up an altar of Baal in the house of Baal, which he had built in Samaria. And Ahab made a grove. Okay, what's he talking about? In those days, they would grow trees, and they would decorate these trees with all kinds of strings and with ornaments. Kind of sounds like a Christmas tree, doesn't it? Well, it's the same spirit today. And they made a grove, and Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel that were before him. Now we're going to jump down to 1 Kings eighteen seventeen to continue the story. And it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah. Okay, Elijah is one of the greatest prophets of the Old Testament. Ahab said unto him, Are you the guy that troubles Israel? That's the Johnsonized version here. And he answered and says, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and thou hast followed Baalim. Now, that's another word for Baal, okay? Now, therefore, send and gather me all Israel and Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal, 450, and the prophets of the groves, 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. What Elijah does, so he's talking to Ahab, the king of Israel, and he says, I want to have a preach-off. I want you to call all of your 450 prophets of Baal, and the 400 prophets of the groves, in other words, the people that worship and put their offerings and their drink offerings to their God in presence, give presents under the tree. Sounds like Christmas, doesn't it? And it is. So he wants to call them together into this great big challenge. And God has told him to do this. He says, verse 23, 
let them there give us two bullocks, and let them choose one bullock for themselves, and cut it in pieces, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under it. I will dress the other bullock, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under it. Ye call on the name of your gods. In other words, you call on Moloch and Baal, and the prophets of the, the groves. You call on them. You call on the name of your god, and the god that answers by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. You see, most people in the world today believe that whatever their religion is, whatever their denomination is, they always believe that they're correct. So this is a case where Elijah is going to set the record straight. So they took the bullock that was given them, and they dressed it, and called upon the name of Baal from morning until noon, saying, Oh, Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, nor any that answered. So they leaped upon the altar which was made. And it came to pass at noon, Elijah began to mock them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is talking or he is pursuing, or perhaps he's on a journey or perhaps adventure he sleeps, or maybe he needs to be awakened. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after the manner of knives and lances till the blood gushed out upon them. And it came to pass when midday was past, they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. But there was still no voice, nor any answer by fire. So Elisha said to the people, Okay, everybody gathered around me. I'm kind of putting this into my own words here. And all the people came near unto Elijah. He repaired the altar of the Lord that had been broken down. Then Elijah took twelve stones, according to them of the tribes of the children of Israel, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And the stones he built to the altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench about the altar. And he put the wood in order and cut the bullock in pieces and laid it on the wood and said, Fill four barrels with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. And he said, Do it a second time. So they did it the second time. Do it the third time. And they did it the third time. And the water ran round about the altar. He filled the trench also with the water. And it came to pass at the time of the evening offering of the sacrifice, Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God, and that thou hast turned their heart back again. Then... The fire of the Lord fell, and it consumed the burnt sacrifice, and the wood, and the stones, and the dust, and the water that was in the trench. So all of the people saw it. They fell on their faces, and they said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is the real God. So Elisha said unto them now, now here's the point, here's the point. Take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape, and they took them. And Elijah brought them down to the book Kishon and slew them there. So that's what it took to get rid of the prophets of Baal. In other words, it's not enough to just pull up a few of the weeds. What they have to do is get rid of all of them. Now, you'd like to be able to think it stopped there, but of course it doesn't. It's a spirit. And so that spirit comes calling again and gets some more people following it. But that's where we are today. I believe that Donald Trump and the military, that's what they're trying to do right now with this massive arrest, massive arrest, is to round these people up. 
but it's not easy to find them. Now let's jump to another example. 2 Kings 10.18. This is talking about how Jehu strikes down the prophets of Baal. And Jehu gathered all the people together and said to them, Ahab served Baal a little, but Jehu shall serve him much. Now this is a trap. Jehu is setting a trap for these Baal servants. Why? Because in those days, they were a little bit more public than they are today. But today, the Moloch and the Baal worshippers are very hidden, very secret. The biggest challenge to removing them is simply finding who it is. Because sometimes a person works loyally in a position for many years, but then at the last second, kind of like our vice president did, turned on President Trump at the very time he needed him to stand up. He could have turned the election for Donald Trump, or at least given him another chance, but he didn't. So he says, Now therefore call unto me all the prophets of Baal, all his servants, all his priests, and let none of them be wanting, or don't miss any of them. For I have a great sacrifice to Baal. Whosoever should be wanting, he shall not live. In other words, if you don't attend this meeting, you're not going to be alive. But Jehu did it subtly, to the intent that he might destroy the worshippers of Baal. And Jehu said, Proclaim a solemn assembly for Baal. And they proclaimed it. In other words, we're going to throw a big party for Baal. Jehu sent all through Israel, and all the worshippers of Baal came, so that there was not one man left that did not come. And they came to the house of Baal, and the house of Baal was full from one end to the other. And he said to all of them, Bring forth vestments for all the worshippers of Baal. And so they brought forth vestments, or we would say today gifts. And Jehu went and said to the worshippers of Baal, Search, and look that there be not any of the servants of the Lord among them, but the worshippers of Baal only. In other words, he was making certain that it was 100% of the Baal worshippers and only 100% of the Baal worshippers. Then they went in to offer sacrifices and burnt offerings, and Jehu appointed fourscore men. A score is 20, so fourscore is 80, without, and said, Now, if any of you, I'm going to put this in my own words here, if any of you allow any of them to escape, you will give your life for those that you let them escape. In other words, a life for a life. Don't let them escape. And it came to pass, as soon as he had made an end of offering, that Jehu said to the guard and to the captains, Go in and slay them. Let none come forth. And they smote them with the edge of the sword. And the guard of the captains, captains cast them out and went into the city, the house of Baal. And they brought forth the images out of the house of Baal and burned them. And they break down the image of Baal and break down the house of Baal and made it a draught house unto this day. So did you catch that? Jehu invited all of the Baal worshippers, the cow worshippers, the people that believe in human sacrifice, into a big party, and then killed them all. This is the second example in just today's teaching. Now, if you go back to yesterday's broadcast, there's more. There's many examples throughout the Bible, and what they had to do to get rid of them for at least a little time was kill them all. There was no putting them in prison. There was no giving them some kind of 30 lashes or anything like that. The Bible always had them all killed, all of them. There was never any punishment phase because apparently this is the what the Bible is saying, that apparently the only way to get rid of them, temporarily that is, is to totally eliminate them. Now, here's another example. 
We go to 2 Kings 10.28, and it's actually continuing a little bit more on the, the same Jehu Baal story. Thus Jehu destroyed Baal out of Israel. Howbeit for the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. Jehu departed not from them, to do to wit the golden calves were in Bethel and were in Dan. And the Lord said unto Jehu, Because thou hast not done well in executing that which is right in mine eyes, and hast done unto the house of Ahab according to all that was in mine heart, thy children of the fourth generation shall sit upon the throne of Israel. And the time that Jehu reigned over Israel and Samaria was twenty-eight years. So what he said was, Because you did eliminate the Baal worshippers and the golden calves, not only are you going to be blessed, but I'm going to see that your children set upon the throne of Israel for four generations. That's a pretty good blessing. You see, that's, in my opinion, what Trump and the military is trying to do in America right now with the massive arrests, with what we call the Khazaria Mafia or the deep state or the international bankers, these people that are so extremely evil. What he's trying to do is to clean America. Second Chronicles 7.14, I'll remind you again, if my people called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, that's the key. Can America turn from her wicked ways? Because in my opinion, the massive arrest, massive arrest is about the only thing that God is going to consider as America as turning from her wicked ways. If we can turn from our wicked ways, then God will hear from heaven, forgive our sins, heal our land, and will give us more time. Now let's jump to another example. This is how Jehoiada destroys Baal and Athaliah. Second Kings 11.4 And in the seventh year of Jehoiada, sent and fetched the rulers over hundreds and the captains of the guard and brought them into the house of the Lord and made a covenant with them. Now here's what he's about to do. He's about to say, okay, all of these Moloch and Baal worshipers, we are going to clean house. We are going to get rid of every one of them. That's what he's about to say. So he calls him in to the house of the Lord, makes a covenant. And they took an oath and they showed the king's son and the commanded saying, okay, this is the thing that you shall do. A third party of you that enter in on the Sabbath shall even be keepers of the watch of the king's house. A third of you shall go to the gate of Ashur, and a third shall be at the gate of the guard and keep watch of the house, that it be not broken down. Two parts of you that go on the Sabbath, even you shall keep the watch of the house of the Lord of the king. And you shall have a compass about the king round about, and you're going to be protecting the king. Because here's what's going on. So this is a young king, and he's only seven years old. And skipping a whole lot of the story, he was supernaturally arranged to be kept out of where Athaliah tried to kill all of the royal children. But nevertheless, he's, he's now being crowned king. They know that this is going to make this Athaliah woman really, really, really angry. So they're prepared to kill her and all of her ball worshipers. So this is another example where God has to remove the ball worshipers in order to bless Israel and to get Israel to continue to live, kind of like where we are in America right now. And the captains of the hundreds did according to all the things that Jehoiada the priest commanded. And the captains of her hundreds did the priests get kings David's spears and shields, and they were in the temple of the Lord, and the guard stood, every man with his weapons in his hand, round about the king. They crowned him king, and they all clapped their hands and said, God save the king. Now the wicked Athaliah, the woman, 
heard the noise of the guards, so she runs in, and they were blowing trumpets, and Athaliah rent her clothes and cried, Treason, treason. But Jehoiada the priest commanded that the captains of the hundreds and the officers of the host said to them, Have her forth without ranges, and they followed her and killed her with a sword, and all the people of the land went into the house of Baal and break it down, his altars, his images, and they break all of the pieces into pieces thoroughly, and slew Matan the priest of Baal before the altars. And he sat upon the king of the thrones. And all of the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was quiet. Now here's the point. All of the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was quiet, after what? The Moloch and the Baal worshippers and their leader, Athaliah, were killed. In every case, there is no such kicking them out. There's no such putting them in prison. There's no such beating them. In every case in the Bible, the only solution for the Moloch and the Baal worshippers is to eliminate them. Here's another example. 2 Kings 17, 7. So the children of Israel sinned against the Lord their God. They keep doing this, kind of like America has done it. And the children did secretly. Those things were not right against the Lord their God. They built high places in all their cities, and they set up images and groves in every high hill under every green tree. Okay, so they not only had the cow God, but they were also decorating trees and putting their gifts to their God under the trees. So, again, it's Christmas tree where it's, it's Christmas stuff, okay? And they burnt incense in all the high places to their gods. They served their gods, the Bible says. Now, let's skip on down. And they left all the commandments of the Lord their God and made them molten images, even two calves. So that's your Moloch and Baal worship. Even two calves and made a grove and worshipped all the host of heaven and served Baal. And what does it mean when it says they worshipped all the host of heaven? Well, that's the same thing as what we call today is following your horoscope. In other words, they're worshiping the stars or the sun or the moon, something in the heavens. So essentially what it says is the children of Israel were doing these things secretly, but of course God saw. They erected two calves, made a grove of trees and decorated and worshiped, put their gifts to their gods under the trees, and also they worshiped the host of heaven, sun, moon, and the stars. And it says they served Baal. They also, and here's the point, they caused their sons and daughters to pass through the fire. What does that mean? It's not just simply walking through a flame and you're okay. It's also not putting coals of fire on the ground and walking across those coals with your bare feet. Some people believe it is. No, when it says caused their sons and daughters to pass through the fire, it means what they would do is they would heat up this cow god with this cow god's hands holding out and they would turn like white hot, and then they would take their newborns or even some of their younger children and place them up on there, and they would literally just sizzle and cook. And that's what their God wants. As Jesus wants us to love, put others first, to be kind and gentle and easily entreated, it's exactly the opposite. The God ball. The more pain, the more suffering, the more blood that can be spilled, the better he likes it. And that's where the Moloch and the ball worshippers get their power. They know that they have to shed blood in order to stay in charge. So they caused their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire and use divination and enchantments, or like pulling the innards of an animal out and saying, this is what our God says, or enchantments where they're 
doing all of these, you know, killing chickens and things like that, and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. You like to think, well, that's quite a bit. But no, there's actually a couple more examples in the Bible. Second Kings 21.1. So now Manasseh is 12 years old. He began to reign. And his mother's name was Hebzebah. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord after the abominations of the heathen. And he built up high places, which his father Hezekiah destroyed. He also reared up altars to Baal. He made a grove, as did Ahab, king of Israel, and worshipped all the, the same host of heaven. So he did the same thing that they had already been cleansed of. He built altars for all the hosts of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. So they brought in Christmas trees into the church. No, no, I'm sorry. They brought in groves into the house of the Lord. You see, it's the same thing, same spirit, okay? He made his son pass through the fire, so he killed one of his sons and burned him on this golden altar of the cow god. So consequently, in verse 2110, And the Lord spake to his servants and the prophets, saying, Because Manasseh king of Judah has done these abominations and wickedly above all that the Amorites did, as a result, I'm bringing evil against Jerusalem and Judah, and whosoever heareth it, and his ears shall tingle. That's how bad it's going to get. Now, the point is, if we allow abortion in our nation, if we allow our sons and daughters to be killed in underground, secret little hiding places where they're doing all kinds of abuses to children and sexual trafficking and drugs, if we allow this filth to go on in our nation, God's going to do the same thing to America, which is why. We absolutely positively must be praying against Moloch and Baal. And we must pray that God will put a stop to them. Verse 16 says, So Manasseh shed innocent blood very much. Well, what is innocent blood? Well, that would be one in the womb and also a newborn coming out. And yes, the problem is, is those kind of things are happening in America. But just like in those days, they were done in secret. Well, today they're being done in secret too, but they're still happening. That blood is still on our land, and we're still going to reap the judgment as a result of it. Shed innocent blood very much till he had filled Jerusalem from one end to another with the evil. So, yeah, we're guilty of that too. Now let's go to another example. This one's real interesting too. In Second Kings 23, it talks about how Josiah, so what happened was, to kind of get to the point here, they were cleaning out the house of the Lord, and well, lo and behold, they found the book of the covenant. What we would say today is they discovered a copy of the Bible in our church, <laughs> and and they started reading it, and all of a sudden they thought, well, well, we're not following this stuff. So what they did was they took this to the king. He commanded it to be read to everyone. So here, now let's jump into the story. And the king commanded Hilkiah, the high priest, and the priests of the second order, and the keepers of the door, to bring forth out of the temple of the Lord all of the vessels that were made for Baal, and for the grove, and for all the hosts of heaven. So here's another example. In the house of God, the way we would say it today, they had the statue of the cow god, they had Christmas trees, and they were also worshiping the stars and the sun and the moon in the churches except for in those days it was in the house of the Lord. Do you think that that would make God mad? Well, apparently some people think that we could. it's okay to have Easter egg hunts. It's okay to have to celebrate Easter and to talk about bunny rabbits. That's all pagan. 
or it's okay to have Christmas trees in our church, Christmas trees in our home. But throughout the Bible, those are all pagan. Or to check your horoscope, worship the stars, all of that is pagan stuff that makes God very angry. So if God decides to judge America and bring America down, we can certainly see that we've certainly earned it. Now let's jump on down. They also burn incense to Baal, to the sun, and to the moon, and the planets, to all the hosts of heaven. So consequently, Josiah brought out the grove from the house of the Lord of Jerusalem unto the brook Kidron, and burned it, and stamped it to powder, and cast the powder before the graves of the children of Israel. He broke down the houses of the Sodomites that were by the house of the Lord, where the woman wove hangings for the grove. He brought out all of the priests out of the cities of Judah and defiled the high places where the priests had burned incense from Geba to Beersheba. And he broke down the high places at the gates where they were entering into the gate of the city. And he basically goes on to say that he caused them to say that no man might make his son or his daughter to pass through the fire to Moloch. Okay, so here's a case where he got them to turn around. We're in Second Kings 23. Let's jump down to verse 20. And he slew the priests of the high places that were upon the altars and burned men's bones upon them and returned to Jerusalem. Once again, here's another example where the only solution to getting rid of Baal was removing the people, not just punishing them. And I'm going to close with this. Hosea 13.1 says, When Ephraim spake trembling, he exalted himself in Israel, but when he offended in Baal, he died. And now they sin more and more and have made to them molten images of their silver and idols according to their own understanding. All of it the work of the craftsmen. They say of them, let the men that sacrifice kiss the calves. So what they've done is reaching to the point where they were asking people to kiss their idols. Idols of silver, idols of gold. But basically in this case, it was the cow god. Now, there are other religions that require people to kiss the idol there, but the point is, Second Chronicles 7.14, we got to pray that God will help America to turn from our wicked ways so that he can hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and heal our land. So that's the point of today's broadcast. If you want to know who it is that's trying to form a world government, who it is that's trying to set up the Antichrist to set upon the Ark of the Covenant, who it is that is behind the deep state, who it is that's trying to remove Trump from presidency and cheating the election and all, who it is that's all behind this masks and all of the the vaccination. You want to know who it is. That's the spirit. It's the spirit of Moloch and Baal. And they believe in killing people. Write out the book of Revelation in a spiral ring notebook and bring it to the School of the Watchmen. I'll lay hands on you and anoint you to receive the spirit of revelation. Then I will teach through the book of Revelation to make you an anointed teacher of Bible prophecy. June 11 to 13, prophecyclub.com. The School of the Watchman. June 11 to 13. We are giving you a view of I Saw the Dollar Dead for free from now through the end of June. He's the guy that said, I saw a man say, America as you have known it has ceased to exist. All property lines have been dissolved and the U.S. dollar is worthless, free at WatchProphecyClub.com. Through the end of June, WatchProphecyClub.com, Daniel Davis, I saw the dollar dead, free through the end of June. 
If you're really looking for the truth about the rapture, I honestly believe you will find it in this book. The truth is the Holy Spirit knows the truth about the rapture. And one of the reasons that the people other than post-trib can't seem to find peace about this is because the Holy Spirit is trying to tell them that they don't have the truth. That is, until they find post-trib. But either way, this is going to help you to find the peace about the rapture. I really recommend you get it. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10, one for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Most people agree that the book of Daniel is the most difficult book in the Bible to understand. Tribulation Secrets in Daniel explains the parts of Daniel that us tribulation saints are going to need to know. It exposes the plans of the Antichrist, how to spot the Antichrist, his physical appearance, the sound of his voice, how he rises to power and takes over the world. One for 20, but don't do that. We offer him in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Prophet Leslie Johnson has a new book called Shekinah, Not Right. She says, an invitation for the majestic presence or a manifestation of a fallen angel called Shekinah has entered the church. This powerful, seductive, demonic spirit presents a lie that looks so tempting to many Christians, causing the worshipers to feel as if they have entered into a higher dimension of communication with the Lord. Shekinah is actually a fallen angel, a demonic presence, even more subtle and more powerful than those demons that routinely attack us day to day. Shekinah Not Right, 1 for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. Click like, share, and subscribe.